Okay, and we're going. Nice sunny day. The Poor Quality Podcast is back. Back in person for once. Back in person, fully erect. Yeah. I got a... With little, little cocktails with little straw hats in them. Oh, yes. Sitting outdoors in the sunshine on a nice, uh, what day is it, Wednesday? Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. I got uh, I got baby fever. You got baby fever? What, mm-hmm. you're brooding? Brooding? What's brooding mean? Isn't that what uh, when an animal goes into... Like going into the heat? Yeah, yeah. kind of going into the heat. Yeah, that's me. I got I got you, baby fever. You got dude. the baby fever? I want a baby. Gosh, why? My loins are tingling for one. That sounds Have a little, you tried just that sounds more pedophilic. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. actually uh, wasn't a good wasn't a good way of phrasing. I guess maybe. I don't know. I just uh, I don't really want one. That sounds pretty rough. But I did see a cute drawing of a of a little kid. Little uh, no 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 fuck <laughs> a, a cute drawing that a little kid did. Dig the hole further of, of like a dog that was Peter round. Scully's waiting for you at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> no limits to this. Yeah. Hole. Although speaking of beverages with little cocktail umbrellas in them, I. Do have a come bearing gifts today? Oh yeah! I, before you even texted me, I actually had the thought I'd bring a, a nice craft beer for once. Okay, yeah. I haven't have tried this one yet, but this is a blonde ale. You don't see a lot of craft blondes out there, and oh, it's from it's, it's uh, from paperback. It's Hitchcocky. Yeah, it's they have all sorts of little covers like this. What we're describe? I mean, describe what you're seeing on the can here. Uh, so first of all, it looked kind of like you know something you might get at a hardware store. It's like a very offensive yellow mm-hmm. uh, plastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you call it? The caps, you know? Yeah. When yeah, you hold a four things. pack. Yeah. Uh, and like the the whole information logo is very plasticky. So at first I was like, oh dear, it's like a fucking arm and hammer. Beer. Yeah. The, <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's only three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Craft, as in actually craftsman. Yeah. <laughs> the kind of thing craftsmen like. Black um, and Decker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Black and Decker. That's yeah. probably a better way of putting it. Uh, no, but when I get a better look at it, when I spin one of them around, it's. I'm not sure where they got the image from, or if it's something they designed. But it's like a yeah, it's like an old Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. uh, paperback cover. Hence, I, I guess, the name, Paperback. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the brewery, Paperback? Brewery, yeah, the brewery is Paperback. They have a lot of these different beers out, and they all have covers that look something like this. There's right. like some sci-fi ones. So There's- this one's called One Night with Nora. It's like a film poster. Mm-hmm. It has a, uh, a log line, too, a tagline. She was the life and death of the party. Mm-hmm. And it's a blonde ale, and it's got, you know, a kind of leggy... They often are women, the life and death of the party. So it's got a fellow who looks like he's... Uh, Almost looks like Humphrey's Bogart or something. Yeah, a generic kind of 40s, 50s yeah. uh, movie star. He's, he's in a bathtub, too. He, it looks like she got his kidneys and out or something. He's in a bathtub, and he's got like a little trail of blood coming from his mouth, a little trickle. Yeah. And she's... You just see her legs. You know, in stilettos. In stilettos and, and like... It looks like the cover of Secretary. Yeah, a little bit. It's a, or The Graduate. Got, there's some tights on these legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a, uh, but it's, it's, a blonde a, ale. it's a blonde ale, which I was, cause I was looking at all the zillions of different IPAs, West IPAs, whatever type of IPAs, non, I just PAs. And I was like, oh, I mean, you know, I feel like we're always getting those. True. Why not branch out? I was looking for a sour is what I was looking for, but I couldn't find one. Although I have, they're making some nasty ones. Uh, dude. Yeah. Once they got kind of, um, popular. Well, yeah, I mean, they started this, making too many, and y- it used to be like the best ones would rise to the top. Yeah, but now there are tons of them, and a lot of them are shit. Same with IPAs, honestly. Yeah. All chaff, no wheat. Yeah, here. yeah, pretty much. Well, cheers it's anyway. Funny, yeah. One yeah, night, one night with Nora. Hmm, are we doing it or not? Are we? We're doing <laughs> we're, the cheers. We're, we're. Tastes like a blonde. I was about to say, it's like a very standard blonde. <laughs> it's like exactly what you would expect. Well, it wasn't too expensive. Now, how was much was a, it? Uh, four. Usually four is like $15. I think this was a little south of that. Okay. Still above probably 12, but I mean, I don't know. I don't, I just throw my money around. The other thing I yeah. got though, the other thing I got for us, oh. if you want to indulge today. Have you got a lighter? I do have a lighter. Oh, look at that. I have a lighter. Yes, that's. Uh, I just pulled if, if out. You, uh, some... If you're wondering, Max just pulled out some black tar heroin. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Have you got a lighter? Live on the podcast, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna indulge. Well, last time on, the, I think probably the last recorded episode of this podcast, I pulled out an empty pack. Yeah. And it wound up being a big disappointment, and I thought I'd yeah, because I haven't had that. one of these in fucking yeah. forever. Are they calling them cigars now? 
It uh, says on the pack, it says... clove cigars. Clove yeah. cigars. But they're, sure. they're, they're cigarettes. fucking cigarettes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. They're as thin as a cigar has ever been if they're cigars. And they're filtered, so... Yeah. I, I don't understand what they mean by that. Oh, lovely. Yeah, this is... What a surprise. Smell them already, my friend. You can yeah, smell they're beautiful. Uh, they make you feel deathly ill if you try smoking them full-time, though. Oh, I mean, I've tried smoking, like, two in a row, and they, they will... They'll take me down. A yeah, they're they're pretty rough. Play. Here you go. I'll let you have. I'll let you have the. Well, I guess we got to. Oh well, we got to do a lucky. Hold on. Oh, you're doing a lucky on the cloves. <laughs> do a lucky on everything. I know. Oh, right. Whichever one minus the top that goes upside down. You smoke. Oh, I didn't know that's how you do the luckies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's, that's fun ritual. One comes up, one comes down to the top, mm-hmm. flip it upside down. That's the one you smoke last. That's fun. I did not know that. I thought you just choose it at random, or you choose the one in the corner. Uh, no, the way I've always been told to do it is flick it, one will come out furthest, that one gets turned upside down, you smoke it last. And then I have my lighter, that, I have my lighter that Livy bought me. Oh, uh, Rick and Morty lighter it's, with it's, weed? It's, it's, it's Rick, everything. It's Rick dabbing. <laughs> He's dabbing. Oh, he is dabbing as well. <laughs> or some pot leaves. Fuck yeah, man. She got me this and another Rick and Morty one. She said she paid quite a lot for it. <laughs> <laughs> Your life has become quite... In case you didn't uh, remember, Max is dating an infant at the moment. <laughs> she just knows that I'm always talking shit Thank on you. the Rick and Morty show. So she was she was trolling me a little bit. That's what I'm dating is a, a troll. A perpetual troll. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, all right. God. They're nice. Ages We're relaxing. Ages. We got our blonde, our our clothes. We're ready to set the mood. The mood is set. All right. You got anything? No. Not me neither. <laughs> I have not been doing shit, paying attention to shit. Nothing. That's not true, actually, because we have seen each other at least once or twice since uh, since last time we recorded. Virtually, and... yeah. No, not just virtually. Um, mm. no, I came to see you after I went to Universal Studios. Oh, that's right. But that we didn't did record just that. We just, we just, yeah, that was off the books. Chatted. That was audience about, get out. Yeah, it was about this time last week. Yeah, it was last Wednesday. I suppose you must be right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fun. We did that. That was fun. We went to Red Moon. Oh my god, did that place get you sick the next day? No, I felt like I had eaten a fucking brick. Oh, really? Like it was something else, man. What did he get again? I forgot. Chicken kebab. Hmm. You're always rolling the dice with chicken a little bit, places like that. It wasn't even like, it wasn't food poisoning. There's just something about the, like something about Mediterranean food, how kind of oily it is and how like, uh, the, the, um, I think I ate some raw onion, honestly, is all that really happened. They mixed that raw onion in there with the rice quite often. You can eat raw onion and be fine. It was just, it just makes you feel bad, man. Feel oh. dehydrated. I'm sorry to hear that. It was a good time it's though. Good we food. smoked our hookahs. Yeah, you got a hookah. The chicken was actually really good. The chicken on the stick was awesome. Yeah, you got a hookah. You were um Yeah, I've never had a hookah before. For yeah. Got Pushing me, the boat out. Got me blazed like yeah, Rick on this lighter. <laughs> I was I was flying off the hookah. What flavor did you get again? It was like mint and mango and uh now he tried to get me mint and I was like, don't fuck with me, dude. <laughs> Because I know, and I told him straight up to his fucking face, I said, is that going to make my food taste weird if I'm smoking mint shit? It's like, imagine eating after smoking a clove. It would taste weird. Oh, no, it tastes brilliant. Oh, no, that was always the best time. The best time to smoke was just before or just after eating. Or both. Really? Yeah, sometimes in between. Huh. Yeah, I missed that. I missed that. I would still do it, honestly, if it was more easy to do. But it's mm-hmm. practically impossible to do now. You have to like leave your table. You can't go out anywhere really and do it. You no. can sit on the porch and whatnot. Actually, Red Moon Lounge, you can. They last in the porch. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most restaurants don't even mm-hmm. don't even allow that. That is odd when they come out like when we're on the front patio and they're like no smoking. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Like even on especially a patio at a bar. No especially smoking? since uh, since COVID, I think a lot of them because they moved all their dining outdoors. They just kind of put in a no smoking policy entirely, and they haven't got rid of it yet. I think that fucking monarchist Justin Trudeau or someone <laughs> is trying to uh, pass. Maybe it's in America. Actually, I don't know. 
They're trying there's to ban some, menthol cigarettes in America, the FDA. Not even that. I heard that they're trying to make it so they're phasing out cigarettes permanently. They're and they're that. trying to say that anyone born after 1990, it's like anyone born after a certain year will never be allowed to buy cigarettes in their life. Yeah. They're, like they're I still going to sell them and then eventually supply will run dry. They're doing it in New Zealand. I think by 2024, they want to be entirely maybe that's what cigarette it is. free. But like, you know, there were like 20 people living there. So it's yeah. not too hard, but it's just one smoker. They're all ganging up <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jared. You got to quit. <laughs> Put it down. Put it down. I can't do a fucking New Zealand accent. I don't get it. I can do South African and Australian fine, but New Zealand is like somewhere in between and I, I just can't handle it. <laughs> Listen, we're going cigarette-free by 2024. Oh, see, that's not too bad, yeah. yeah. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Smoke-free 2024. Jared, put it out. <laughs> Jared? Yeah, that's all the TV ads, everything. It's like pictures of him. <laughs> it's pictures of him smoking in his car at work with like Oi, a cowering Jared, I hope you're watching this. <laughs> we all think you smell bad. <laughs> we don't want to be like this guy. Yeah, New Zealand is actually just like a, a, a gated community, and the government is basically just an HOA. That's how small New Zealand is. They all they all have kind of personal beefs in addition to the legislation they pass. I'd feel worse about making that joke if that weren't like the same joke that every person who gets somewhat internationally famous from New Zealand makes the exact same jokes. Is that what they say? Yeah, like the flight of the Concords. You know, all, their entire stick is about like how they're the biggest band in New Zealand because oh, right. all other bands only have one member or something like that and they've got two That's yeah funny. you know little jokes little jokes, jokes like that Banter short memes. poppies remember that Reese Darby yeah he had his own little sketch program. I never saw it Neither did I. Okay. Well, well that's that told. So New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> we love, I've only been, I've been to New Zealand for like all of one day uh, on a stopover on my way home from Australia and it's fine. It's about all I've got to say about it. It was fine. I, I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall while I was there. Love that movie. <laughs> That's exciting. <laughs> now you've caught my attention. <laughs> Only in New Zealand could you watch travel to literally the other side of the world to watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's like my buddy Pete. Only oh, this is just this is just shows more about him than the country he was in. But when he was in Paris, he like stayed in an expensive hotel. Just what like he was mostly staying like in weird fucking places above bars and hostels and shit. The whole Europe trip he was on. Right. But then one night in Paris, he had like a pretty fancy hotel, like a four star hotel or something. Yeah. And so like he was only in Paris for two nights and one of them, he just spent inside his hotel watching Zombieland on his laptop <laughs> in the bathtub. I was like, that's a shit. What? You're in Paris. No, I get it. I get the it. City though. of love, bro. If you go outside in Paris, though, it's not as... It's not uh, as loving? <laughs> no. We, we, have we talked about uh, Paris Syndrome before on here? I think we might have. What's that? It's an actual recognized medical condition, or phenomenon anyway, to the point where it has a, a year-round support line oh, for it. Oh, 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 Japanese can I guess what tourists. it is? Oh, yeah, uh, go ahead. I'm going to guess that Paris Syndrome is the depression that sets in when you get to Paris and see how actually miserable it is compared to how it is in your head. Yeah. Is but, that it exactly? Yeah, that's pretty nice. much exactly it, but it seems to affect disproportionately Japanese tourists. That is curious. Because supposedly <laughs> the Japanese have a very romanticized or idealized vision of um, France or Europe and Paris in particular uh, to the point where they have their own Eiffel Tower in, um, in Tokyo. I can't remember exactly how that came about, but they, they just like it. They like, like the idea of it. Like in the Disneyland section of Tokyo or just like in the city? No, in, in Tokyo. They have a little Eiffel what? Tower oh, replica. That's curious. Yeah. Um, but apparently when they, you know, it's a long trip, so they're jet lagged and they get there and it's not all people, you know, munching on croissants, wearing berets, yeah, yeah. going honky, honky, hon. Yeah. You know, <laughs> all the men are just romantic. Um geniuses or whatever the fuck it is yeah. i think uh, it's actually you know very miserable quite bad weather often yeah. and uh people are very rude and racist <laughs> oh I, heard, I have heard they're right and you know what else they love there is this fucked up to mm, i don't know maybe i shouldn't say oh go that. ahead now I was going to say, I, uh, they're all like pedophiles in France, aren't they? Aren't they like big into that? <laughs> okay, I'll take it back. Take it back. <laughs> Maybe don't go ahead with Is that. Is that fucked up? 
I've never heard that. No, uh, I've heard that a lot no, of like French, are... a lot of French art and a lot of like French films. They're very into like they have very lax laws also with like um, child pornography. Uh, no, like if I you can prove that it's artistic, so. it's allowed. No, I don't think so anymore. I mean, most Catherine, of Catherine Bray Law, Brea, Brea, she, she, there's like child nudity in in um, her movie Fat Girl. Wait, but that's that's different. That's that's so that's most of Europe. By the way, that's not mm. just France. Like most of Europe uh, just isn't quite as freaked out about the idea of like you know yeah. either seeing nudity from like underage people or underage people seeing sexual stuff. So like you can get movies in France that are rated R in America because they have some sex jokes in them, like American Pie or whatever would be rated for everyone in mm-hmm. France. Like they just don't care. Everyone, <laughs> yeah, like Kids. like their equivalent of a G rating. Yeah, because yeah, they just don't see it as like something necessarily to shield people from. Mm-hmm. I tend to agree with that. It's the same with Netherlands. Same with all of the countries, all of the European countries that everyone. Um, you know, they always top that like happiness happiness index. Mm-hmm. You know, that low rates of crime, low teen pregnancies, low depression. All the countries whatever. where pedophilia is allowed. Might be <laughs> Maybe that would solve this. it. Yeah. <laughs> Just allow it. <laughs> no, Let them have their fun. <laughs> no, no, but there is something to be said. Like you know, being raised without like an anxiety over. Yeah, because that's no, what I my parents that. like. They they never tried to shelter me from that kind of stuff very much because. Yeah. No, it's and you really... see, you see, I, I feel like you see a great deal of, um, a resurgence in, in sexual hysteria and panic over these last few years in terms of, you know, I mean, oh, for sure. It's, it's oh, almost, yeah, it's... I would say almost bordering on puritanical again. Oh yeah. But oh, it's so. not, but, but it's strange because it's kind of two things happening simultaneously from the same mm-hmm. groups of people. Like on the one hand, it's more acceptable never to, basically sell yourself yourself sexually in mm-hmm. a way like you can have only fans and stuff like that my free cams which in the past you would have to hide with your life because mm-hmm. you know you'd be worried that your job would rely on it or right something like that whereas now not so much but then again i guess it's also because people tend to have you know fucking like media jobs now where they work from home mm-hmm. remotely and it doesn't really matter what else they get up to right which also is a positive thing but yeah, then on the other hand, it feels almost like sex is inherently dangerous and yeah, I mean, with trouble and poten- and potential harm. victimization and, and yeah, or like that. There's always a power dynamic which yeah. makes one person, you know, it can never be a fully equal power dynamic. It's always someone's being taken advantage of in some way. That kind of thinking is very unusual to me because that's what I used to hear from like the daily mail back in yeah. back in england oh it's filthy what these people are up to like how dare they yeah i mean over the last few years we've definitely seen uh and you know you can blame whatever you want but i would say there's definitely something to the fact that uh there's been a an increased scrutiny on um private sexual acts that don't affect the public where those are becoming more and more scrutinized but uh the ability to commodify yourself sexually is becoming more and more of an apology amounted around uh, uh perhaps because generally when you do that like when you have an only fans or a my free cams or whatever you're actually Everyone's not allowed to get in on that well it's <laughs> might, maybe that <laughs> but also uh, you're not actually interacting with anyone it's not really a real sexual relationship between oh, but even so people. i mean people certainly love people certainly love you know to um to romanticize prostitution and and stripping and anything that things that do have the in-person element that's and i think that stuff should well, be no they don't, they don't don't get me wrong they don't romanticize prostitution they romanticize sex work and honestly is, i believe they they think they're two separate things interesting i think their idea of a prostitute is someone who's been trafficked or someone who's been for any other unfortunate circumstances been forced into it, whereas sex work is a very smart person who's able to do it for themselves. See, I actually slightly, I slightly disagree with you. I think they do classify them the same, but I think it's disingenuous when they do so, because what I see a lot of is people who want to pop a couple titty picks up on OnlyFans, mm-hmm. right? Sell that, make $17 a month passive income or whatever, and then say, I'm part of the oppressed class, like a prostitute who gets her throat slashed in the middle of the street. So sex workers' rights are important because I, too, am a sex worker, and now I can tag myself to this as a way of sort of claiming a... uh, a societal disadvantage. Does that make sense? Um, I think they want the clout of being a sex worker without the actual danger of being a sex worker. Not that there should be danger to being a sex worker either way. I just find it intriguing that there's uh, there's a level of uh, almost like gentrification of sex work and commodification of... 
But I'm not hearing, I'm honestly not hearing much call for, like, to me, it's insane that it's, it's illegal what? To, to have sex for money. Yeah. I mean, and it is technically insane. is still, um, but realistically, the only people who are going to, you know, like what uh, escorts, as they call themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're realistically not going to get in trouble with the law for doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, because again, it's more of a class thing. It's kind of the same with like classifying yourself as a sex worker. No one would, no one with like an OnlyFans or whatever would say, I'm a prostitute. No one wants to call themselves a prostitute, no. but they, a, a sex worker gives it more gravitas, but it's kind of the same with, um, sorry, Matt's taking this jacket off. Let's break for a second. Cause I actually need your help with what, what were you, what were you just saying? <laughs> well, now it's gone. Um, uh, I, I had a decent point. I had a decent point. I, well, yeah, I think it, oh yeah. Uh, the escorts, cause that's like mm -hmm. more of a high class thing. Right. Um, that sort of defended, but I don't think anyone wants to legalize prostitution because prostitution itself, especially when attached to that word, is still seen as something that's kind of dirty and a bit sordid and sad. Uh, to the point where, yeah, I don't know. There, there are European countries where it's legalized and um, it seems to work sort of fine, but also there's no real cachet to it either. No. Like, it's not a cool thing to do or a cool thing to say. And if you're a, a customer that's also not something that you really brag about right um well there we go that's that told no i th i just don't understand why it's not legal like what and no one's really prostitution yeah and no it's one's immoral no one's really pushing for it either what's immoral about it sex yes yeah, right <laughs> no i mean of course it should be legal i think i think that's a fairly i'd say that's fair to say yeah the, but it's it odd that you don't see in like sex worker discourse that you see online there is very legal in terms of like there is very little in terms of like talking about introducing legislation to decriminalize it or make it legal or anything like that it is primarily just about like uploading things to the internet yeah which fair enough i think that in itself is already legal so there's no yeah there's nothing even yeah there's no i don't think there's a single law against that in america but um i guess you know, the, the reason it would be useful to legalize it is because, you know, like no one's denying there are problems with prostitution when it's illegal, mm -hmm. as with anything that's prohibited, you know, uh, they will become a black market for it. And sometimes that's pretty fucking dodgy. So um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you were able to legalize it and, uh, you know, regulate it to a certain extent, that would at least make it easier to focus rather than, you know, focusing law enforcement time on very standard cases of prostitution. Maybe you could focus it on the not so standard ones, which involve unsavory characters doing unsavory things. I'm looking at me when you say that. Yeah. It's not me, bro. No, I've never paid for anything. So you never paid for anything. Sex, <laughs> pornography. No, slow never... going this episode. Too relaxed, too jolly. Yeah, that's it. Too, too much effervescence in the air, I would say. That's right, yeah, because I've been busy as all hell on mm -hmm. Get Out the last couple of weeks, and this is like the first week I've had in months, maybe this year, where I've actually it's actually been pretty calm. Um, I just did my first show for over a year. Immersive show? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah, I just did it this weekend. I figured it was about time where people would start to feel safe enough yeah. Coming How'd it go? To something like that. Everything went good? I think it did. Personally. Happy with the results? With the product? I am. It's it's always very hard for me to tell. You know, every every time I do one of these, like, That's I'm, true, I'm I mean. pacing around the room for half an hour before just going, this is shit. Like, this well, is and you don't, so get, and you don't get, bad. you don't get the benefit of hanging out afterward. No. Like at a regular play. No, and it's very difficult to get, like, you know, to kind of gauge real-time reactions. Like, even ones that seem good. I've later heard they were like, oh, yeah, they didn't think it was that good. Um, so it's it kind of difficult. Yeah. Uh, I know I got I, I got good reactions from the, uh, you know, the pe uh, friends of mine who came through, who, who texted through? me afterwards. Uh, Brandon came through, Alif oh, came through. Oh, there we go. Yeah. And they gave me good reactions. So that's oh. good enough. It was all worth well, it for that. Sleaze if nothing else. Through, eh? Yeah. Yeah, that's last fun. minute we had a dropout, so I threw him in. Yeah. There you go. It's fun get him on the show yeah it was fun man it was rusty fucking rusty trying mm -hmm. to get back into you know the swing of doing that difficult getting all your limbs flexed oh my god speaking of rusty speaking of getting my limbs flexed guess what i went and got 
What? Got me a gym membership. Oh, no. Been going a couple weeks. Brother, sore. Sore yeah. as hell. I mean, I've been I've been like on and off working out for quite a while in my living room, but it turns out that like there's a big difference between working out with just a couple of dumbbells that never change size and like working out on a machine yeah. that like corrects your form and stuff. I bet. I've never had a sore back before. <laughs> Bro, my back is sore as hell. I was on the rowing machine. You ever seen one of those? Yeah, of course I have. Well, I, I hadn't. I don't know. You've never seen a rowing machine I've never before? Been, I didn't, I've never owned a gym membership in my life. Yeah, me neither. Never been to the gym? None of it. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that eventually. Why? What's happening to you? I'm just out of, out of fucking sorts. I'm out of shape. Not really. Things yeah. Are getting, things are getting rough. Yeah, I'm like, uh, you know, finding it difficult to breathe now. Jesus, like really? Yeah. Just because I'm not used to the extra, the extra weight. I'm carrying around like You're 20, carrying up that much weight? I'm carrying around like 20 pounds more than I'm used to carrying. You wear it well. You wear it well. Yeah, but it's there and I can I feel it. You know, I feel it for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to, you know. It's not showing in your bodies because all 20 pounds of fat is in your arteries. <laughs> in quite lungs. possibly, yeah. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> quite possibly. No, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. I'm in bad shape. That's but sucks. I don't fucking like the gym at all. It makes me feel bad. And uh, I don't see the solution to feeling bad as making yourself feel worse. Wow. Even if the long-term benefits are God knows what. I like my gym because I'm the youngest person there by a lot most of the time. Oh, really? I mean, I go in the mornings. So presumably a lot of people my age would actually have like a fucking job that they would go to right now. So you'd think. Yeah, so you'd think. So it's mostly like me and like old men who clearly suffered a stroke and this is like their physical uh, phys- they're phys- assigned uh, <laughs> physical therapy. It'll be like a guy walking along the pool in the shallow end, like holding on to the little divide, the lane divider, just like yeah. inching his way. And I'm like, I'm like lapping him. I'm like splashing him as I swim by. Oh, you go swimming, you know? No. <laughs> just, no. <laughs> I don't go swimming. But I am like on the treadmill next to like guys who are walking at like two miles an hour and stuff. And I'm like at a solid four. Yeah, but you see now they're probably feeling great. I'm not feeling all walk. sore and fucked up. That's true. Yeah. There's some truth to that. I mean, I'm I'm only sore from the lifting. All the, the cardio doesn't really get you sore. It makes you sweaty as balls, though. Here's what's shitty about gyms right now. You still have to wear your mask. Well, yeah. While you're working out. Yeah, that sounds miserable. I'm it's like being it's like being waterboarded in my own sweat. I'm sucking this cloth mask into my face trying to get more air. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Imagine the sight of that. You're walking <laughs> by and you see me just like <gasps> <laughs> exhaling and even more sweat and spit are coming out the other end cuz yeah. it's just saturated. I hear swimming is the best thing. Uh the best kind of simple form of exercise you can do is just swim. Oh yeah, it's like cardio, it's full body too. It's your muscles, your core, your shoulders everything yeah. yeah the only thing it doesn't give you is biceps and that's what we're after here that's what we aim for right. well just uh supplement with uh lift some weights afterwards no i don't want to go swimming i hate swimming bro oh yeah yeah i fucking hate that yeah, shit. i can't imagine you being good at it <laughs> i'm not bad at it i really? actually used to take swimming lessons i'll have you know oh, really? <laughs> as a child i was i, I was... imagine you doggy paddling <laughs> no i can swim i know how to swim i even know like how to uh get to the end of the lane and like do the somersault thing and kick off. So right. I never have to lose my momentum. Right on. Oh yeah. And I, and I know how to go for air with only one ear. So you don't ruin your aerodynamics. With one ear. Well, you I mean, you're not breathing through your ear, <laughs> but only one ear goes above the water though. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. You, did you know that when you're swimming? Cause you don't want to like live. If you're in a I race, I feel like I just do that naturally. If you're in a race, yes. Even how many fucking? How many, I mean, out. I'm looking at the pool right in front of us right now. I can't imagine that. I don't go swimming in here. Oh, okay. You, you like doing an Olympic pool? Somewhere? I don't do it. I haven't done it for okay. God knows how long. But yeah, no. I thought you know when you breathe, you just do it. Like if you're front crawling, you just do it when you're. See, I stick my head up right in front of myself, like a kind of like a doggy paddle, actually. Even when you're front crawling. Well, no, I don't because I took swimming lessons and I know not to do that anymore. But oh, like, right. but that was what I would have done before I took swimming lessons. That's just a little expertise that I offer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. No, the, yeah, the most exercise I had recently, I was sore, uh, was going to Universal Studios. Oh, Universal how was that? Universal Studios Hollywood. It's fucking horrible. Don't go. Like, theme parks are opening up again and everyone's really happy about it. Don't go, wait like another year. Another Sorry year, to say. you think? 
Well, I think yeah. I gave the prediction on this podcast that I'll probably ride Rise of the Resistance in like 2024 if I'm lucky. Yeah. 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 It, no, it's it's bad. It's bad. It, it's not. Honestly, like if, they, if they've got all of this going on, then they're not ready to open as far as I'm concerned. And they just shouldn't have. Because it feels huh? like you're taking the risk, whatever inherent risk there is of leaving your house, getting covid transmitted to you it feels like you're still taking that exact same risk but everything is worse and slower yeah, everything and, sucks yeah, but <laughs> yeah everything exactly. sucks as well but it's less worth it yeah yeah because they got you know there's no risk but there's even less reward not, yeah because it's all you know as honestly with a lot of things with this pandemic it's mostly like uh what do you call it security theater mm-hmm. a lot of the things they're doing that slow everything down and make mm-hmm. it suck you know, if you know like the first thing about how the virus is spread, you know that these are worthless. They're yeah. not worthwhile. Um, so they'll do something like, for instance, you know, I mean, the parking situation at Universal has always been bad. Oh, yeah. It's now a lot worse. You can only park in Jurassic Parking. And they... Oh, then you got to walk in through CityWalk? Yeah, you have to walk in through CityWalk, but they bottleneck you on the way into CityWalk. That's where they take your temperature. Ah. So they take your temperature before you even go on city walk. So oh. what they do, mm-hmm. so instead of like, you know, having like a more direct route to the park, there's one exit from the car park, mm-hmm. one exit from the parking garage that then bottlenecks everyone into one very small line uh, to get their temperature check before they're unleashed on city walk. I actually, uh, I have firsthand experience with this. I forgot that I had it, but you just reminded me. Yeah. In Jurassic parking, it, cause I went to city walk. I went oh, to right. like, uh, I think I was trying to go to Voodoo Donuts or something, mm-hmm. and it was like ten o'clock at night, so there was not much of a line. But I saw the whole like they have like a this what do they call them scansions or whatever stanchions the uh, I don't the like I mean. little line divider things in like the the snake formation. Well, they had a bit yeah, as so if you were getting on a ride, like you were, like you were queuing for a ride. Yeah, so they have that, but you know I had to park on the fourth floor. I got there fairly early. I was there at like ten in the morning. Uh, at mm. Park on the fourth level, uh, I think they'd blocked off the stairwells, so you couldn't go down the stairwell. So we had to go like up a level, so you could walk up another staircase. So from four to five, then to like the outdoor fire stairwell right. to get down to the ground floor, then back into the parking structure, then into this kind of like yeah uh, bottleneck, this queue line. So you're actually being forced to. That's right. Yeah, to kind you of go in these weird congeal. little yeah. formations to get. Out and then down Which, again. Yes. you know, I've been there when it's been busy before all of this, and I was never as closely packed with people as I was then doing this. Or to get your fucking temperature taken, which right. I think we've established by now really doesn't isn't an accurate gauge of anything. I'll say this. I've never seen anyone get turned away. No. Like- <laughs> and those things are fucking, they're not even particularly reliable. I mean, yeah. Oh, my so God. I feel like it. sometimes like, they're pointing it next to me. Yeah. Like, they're just kind of in my general direction. They're like, you're good. Enjoy your workout. Because, yeah, I get my temperature taken every time I go to the gym, too. Yeah, and also fever is, like, not... It's not a guarantee if you have COVID anyway. Uh, Yeah, it it just means you're kind of sick right now, maybe. Or you're just hot. You're hot. Like, like, there's so many other ways it could go up. But anyway, uh, so they... That's, you know, strike number one. I'm suddenly forced into, like, quite tight, you know, because we're meant to be six feet apart, but we're not because there are fucking... Hundreds of people trying to get in, and if they were all spaced six feet apart, then we'd be blocking, we'd be getting run over by we'd cars. We'd be over in Woody Woodpecker, yeah. Yeah, like it's just, so that just doesn't work. Uh, secondly, you know, you finally get to the park, and there's all of that shit again. Um, but the, I guess they say that they've capped their, you know, they have a capacity limit of like 25% capacity. Um, it didn't seem any different to any t- other time I've been to Universal. Uh, which might be that they've actually, you know, their official capacity is way overstated. So it might be that 25% capacity is actually roughly what they maybe normally operate at. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or it's what they, is maybe it's their ideal capacity. Right. Um, But no, so what it it means is, you know, you get in there and all the rides are spaced out, all the queues have been moved outdoors, uh, which means you miss out on some of the awesome theming on the queues. Oh yeah, wait, hold on. That does suck, Dick. No, I mean, hold on though. That's not true. The mummy, the Harry Potter, and the Harry Potter queue is awesome. That one bizarrely, they haven't changed. 
Yeah, they I got it. Think. They know people would riot. So they haven't changed that one. And not only that, but that ride, the uh, the Forbidden Journey, which I thought would be one of the most popular ones, and it's the closest to the entrance of the park. Yeah. Um, that one always had a oddly low wait time. Mm-hmm. I walked onto it, more or less. Maybe I waited four or five minutes in total. Uh, and the whole day, the whole time I was there, I, I think I saw it hit a maximum of 30 minute wait time. Wow. So that one, bizarrely, I don't know if it's because it can move more people through it. I guess it can. Because uh, it's kind of, it's almost like an Omnimover type I have a theory thing. on this. You have a theory? Yeah. Because I was just going to say the other rides, I, I managed, I was there from 10 a.m. till about close to closing. Mm-hmm. I managed to go on three rides. Three different rides. Well, no, four. Sorry, four. Uh, three theories. Okay. One, Harry Potter. They anticipated a demand for, so they actually fully staffed it. And you also said they didn't change the line much for it. Yeah. So it actually ran. But it's still like that a normal, very long. Yeah. I mean, like, you've been on it. Like even if there's no one in line, yeah. you still have to go through quite yeah, a yeah. long. Yeah. Queue. Yeah. Um. And you went but through yeah, all there that. was no one there. There's just no one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think they probably actually ran that one at its full capacity. Were the sp- were the seats spaced out on the cars or no? No, like the seats were the same. So it's the same. So you're with, still rubbing elbows with motherfuckers on there, right? I think what they do is they if, if you're a household, they let you go on together. If you're on your own, mm. then you go in by yourself. So you would actually just get your own. Oh, that'd be. I sick. got my own. I gotta go. Yeah, I got my that own. Sounds awesome. Seat, like my own row. But they're kind of like going through pretty quickly. It's almost like yeah. an omnum over. Yeah, it is. An, yeah, I think it so, is. So, you know, that made sense. All the other rides, they haven't changed the ride vehicles at all. All they've done is blocked out rows. Right. So, like, each row is um, uh, alternating rows are empty. And you can only have more than one person to a row if you're with someone or of your own household. How funny would it be if uh, they just decided to fill the cars to maximum capacity but they sent one empty car every other car in it. <laughs> just to keep the lines yeah, well i mean honestly we're that's fixing almost, it we're spacing them that's almost what i suspected of happening a little bit because <laughs> again like especially when i'm waiting like 80 minutes for the fucking mummy right you know that's which rough. is yeah which is which by the is way an 80 normal. second ride if that at best. yeah like, it's a very very short ride but i'm waiting you know and everyone's waiting fucking ages yeah uh for that ride and then, you know, I got off that and then I'm like, okay, well, I'm next to Jurassic World. I'll finally go on that. My nuts were filled. I could go. Yeah. And no, 120 minute wait. That's got to be like, the most popular. You fucking. But, you know, the thing that kind of annoyed me about it was I realized, especially with the, you know, the long ass trek between the lower lot and the upper lot, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, you know, nothing's really changed COVID wise. People are wearing masks, kind of. Yeah. Uh, and people occasionally you see like spraying some mysterious solution around. But yeah, being in that line for the mummy, I forget about COVID. I was like, oh, God, people are fucking coughing all over me. You know, like it didn't feel like I was any safer. Yeah. Uh, so it feels a bit like, okay, they're not really, my, my risk is still about the same as it would be otherwise. But but now the park sucks. Now the park sucks. And not only that, I'm forced to spend most of my time wandering around buying their shit. Because I didn't pay for a ticket. I still had a, uh, a They still honored an your season pass. pass, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't have to pay for a ticket. So I'm thinking, and these days were only available to people who already had tickets, I think. I think they were like bonus days, like right. the first week or two of opening. Um, they were honoring tickets that had already been. So it almost makes me think, maybe they just don't want that many people getting on the rides they just want them to wander around spending money because it was $30 for parking you know as as per usual and um what else they maybe they maybe pay for some other stupid fucking shit as well uh which I kind of contested I can't remember but yeah you, they're nickel and dime you the whole time and you don't really get to it has 10 rides maximum that, that yeah. whole park has 10 rides worth going on a few of them are closed like Simpsons is closed and uh, so I was going to ask if Simpsons was closed because that's interesting so if Simpsons is closed then I assume uh, what's it called is closed as well uh, Despicable Me yeah, they operate the same. They're one because the the only way that those rides don't get insanely slowed down yeah. is because they play a single showtime, right? Right. So that's why those rides are like you'll find yourself waiting for a long time, and then you'll move up like four rooms in the queue. Right. And it's because it's one screen, and they put a million cars looking at the screen, and then they just play the, the- like a theater show, right? Yep. Uh, but if you can't space people out. 
Like if you if you have one if it's just you in one car, they might be getting through only like thirty fucking people per show time. This right. move, this ride will be impossible to manage, right? Yeah. So they don't do that. So I'm guessing that and Despicable Simpsons. Me. And so the reason I say that though is Despicable Me and Simpsons being closed down, it must mean that Harry Potter, even more mysteriously, is the only open ride on the entire upper lot. Because I'll bet you Walking Dead isn't open either. No, and Walking Shrek Dead's probably not, isn't open. The studio tour is, but that was I think a hundred and sixty minute wait. Wow. For most of the day. That's crazy. And I really didn't feel like it was worth going on, you know, like Oh well, I love it, dude. I want to see before, what's shooting down like there. I want to see if Superstore is filming. I mean Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they actually have a list now of what's what's filming oh, uh, thank currently. God. I'm so not gonna you waste can my see, time. You know, Will John Stay must be there. Jamila Jamil is gonna be <laughs> on set for the good place. <laughs> yeah, no, good place is done. Um yeah, so I managed to get here are the writings I managed to go on. Flight of the Hippogriff. Awesome ride. About five times. Because I had nothing else to do. I had nothing else to do. So I went on that like five times. Like, and again, it's like a 10 second ride. The fucking workers are all talking to each other about you. They're like, for a guy who's been on this ride five times, he they still did, looks pissed yeah, off. Yeah, they, they did. He doesn't they look did, that uh, happy to be on this ride that he's choosing to go on five Yeah, times they did recognize row. me. I was like one of the only people who seemed to be there by myself as well. So I'd always get like mm-hmm. a little, you know, a little road to myself. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, I went on it like once, then tried to go on a bunch of other things, then probably came back a few hours later being like, all right, fuck it, I've got nothing else to do and it's yeah. only a five minute wait. And yeah, by like the third or fourth time I did that exact same cycle, they were kind of like, ew, oh, like, what's God, this guy? I... Well, he really likes this hypocrite, right? <laughs> <laughs> trying to fuck buck people. He really, likes the, <laughs> he really likes the sensation of flying like a hippogriff. <laughs> Which you're really not. But he's it, pretending but ride, he's a hippogriff. You know what, though? I I think that bad. ride is surprisingly... It's rougher Uh-oh. than it looks. Oh, no. It's rougher than it looks. I'm just saying. When it, when you hit the bottom of that first helix, it's actually quite rough. If it didn't have a height... Th- actually, I'm not sure if it does. But if it doesn't... It has a height limit. I, it's like a 40-inch 40, 40 height limit. Is that what you mean? No, I meant a height limit, like an actual <laughs> limit. Like there are some rides for kids that you can't go on if you're too tall to ride them. Mm. Um, oh no, this is like a, it's like a very, it's like a mid-level. Okay, because I was gonna say what we should take you on if it doesn't have the height. Hi- <coughs> <coughs> <I was> say, <coughs> if the ride I'm thinking of right now doesn't have the height limit, we should take you on Gadgets, Gadgets Go Coaster. People say they're very similar. It's fun, and they're shocked. They're surprisingly. Hard going. Yeah. I was I was a little bit surprised at the flight. I, I, I think I said this last time I went before the uh, before COVID. But yeah, getting back on, that was the first one I went back on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you know, I need to build up. Because I kind of got my bravery, then everything shut down. Yeah. So I couldn't keep challenging myself. So I was like, all right, I don't have Big Thunder Mountain or Space Mountain or anything to, mm-hmm. to ease re- you in. Yeah, to refill my nuts. So I'll mm-hmm. start with Flight of the Hippogriff. And honestly, like at the bottom of that first seat, it was the first time. I was right at the back as well. So you get the most kind of yank i guess pull whatever yeah and i was like oh fuck actually that's worse than i remember and the mummy as well the launch on the mummy was when i finally fucking got on it um I was, <coughs> oh <coughs> what the me, fuck dude, i don't know what Ugh. <coughs> well, this is nice yeah i don't know what that that is <laughs> It's the cloves, man. Maybe. I'm, the I'm in the blanks. habit. I got a clove habit. And it's yeah, wreaking re- hell on my throat. <laughs> uh, the mummy ride is is hardcore. Uh, I don't think I, it loops, but it's, it's it hardcore. It doesn't loop at all. No, uh, I remember the... F- yeah, when, when I finally went on it for the first time, I was like, oh, it actually wasn't that bad. And went on it twice or so. When I, when I went on it, I only got to go on it once uh, because of the fucking long wait times. But... You know, I was pretty confident about it. I was like, I did it before. It's not that bad. It's actually rather stupid, if anything else. And um, when it, uh, I forgot how intense the the launch is. Yeah, honestly, the most fun to the point where I made this noise. It launched, and you know, I was like, all right, yeah. You just hold on for a few seconds, but it kind of it felt like it went on for too long. Uh huh. To the point where I I don't know if I'd like tensed up or I was like holding my breath or something, but um. Yeah, like right towards the end of that initial acceleration, I went like that. Hell yeah. (laughs) For some reason, it was probably just the way I was. Maybe I'd held my breath and then like needed to breathe. So I just went like that. You gurned too. Yeah, I kind of went like that. 
And uh, yeah, that was rather embarrassing. Luckily, no one was in front of me or behind me because of COVID. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, your uh, souls are mine. <laughs> that's your soul leaving your body. Me. Yeah, that's that was my that soul leaving my body. Was. And then he's laughing. <laughs> and then Just at the wait end, till at you the go end, don't they show like Brendan Fraser? No, that's at the Orlando one. Only in that one? Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, you know, the, the I think Hollywood the, one is awful in comparison. It really is something, let me tell you, because they. I've 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 been on both. I'm happy to say I've been on both the yeah, Mummy, you're lucky. Revenge of the Mummy in Orlando, and Revenge of the Mummy in uh, Hollywood, or it might be called the Mummy Returns or something. Uh, like both that. both cool called the same thing. Yeah, different rides. Uh, they are very <laughs> different rides, but the Orlando one came first. Uh, yeah, and at the time the Orlando one was built, you can kind of see it. Like you can kind of justify. Yeah, the Mummy's pretty big. I can see why you think they ride after that. I think it was, yeah, it came in like 2004. And by the way, folks, this isn't like a timeless, the timeless mummy with fucking. It's not the Karloff. Boris Karloff is coming for you. It's the Frasier verse. Was Karloff the mummy? Originally, yeah. Oh, okay. That's the, you know, original Universal Monsters mummy. It wasn't Lon Chain. I know. Who's the Invisible Man? Who was the Invisible Man? Oh, uh, who was the Invisible Man? It's that fucking guy, right? I don't know. But anyway. anyway. So, yeah, we're not talking about the classic mummy. We're talking about... The Brendan Fraser. The Brendan Fraser. Uh, 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 Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss. Arnold Vuslu mm-hmm. playing the mummy. Oh, yeah. To be fair, a good... I like that version of the mummy. Really the good The 1999 movie. one. Really good movie. The sequel is not... Uh, n- actually, that, none of the sequels are good. All of that being said... I think said, the first one's a very fun... Like, you know, if you're going to d- try and do like an Indiana Jones type... And they were adventure in the you know late nineties turn of the millennium. I think it was fine. I think it was actually good. Let's I actually, thought the mummy was scary. Let's actually <laughs> look it up just to be sure. Just to be, to be sure about what I can tell you a lot about the mummy. Stephen Summers is the uh, director <laughs> and the Helmer. John Hanna was in it. John Hanna from Four Weddings and a Funeral and the Spartacus TV was not show. The director? Yeah, he was. Barry Sonnenfeld, bro. No, Stephen Summers. You're wrong. Hmm. I don't know about that. I'll just wait for you to confirm it. I'm not. That's not what I'm looking up right now. What are you looking up? I'm looking up what year the mummy, the ride came out in 2004. I think. Oh, I'm dead, dumb, stupid off right now. I think it came out in really 2004. Am. You are right, but I feel very silly now because I uh, I was under the impression that the Orlando <laughs> one came out and then the Hollywood one came out like ten years later. No, they literally came no. out with like within a month of each other. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew that. I could well, have told my you whole that. my whole thing. But is they had shit. they had like Sorry, way less space to work with in Hollywood. Uh, they just had the soundstage oh, yeah. from I think it was the ET. Right? They tore down ET. Yeah, so it was a very small soundstage that they tried to get a fucking coaster. Let me into. tell you something. ET is a much better ride than the. Mummy I never got to go on Hollywood. It. I can't tell you. It's cool. ET says your name at the end, bro. Yeah, I've heard that. Okay, well, it's true. Yeah, I never got to go on. I, I lived in England at the time, man. But we got to get out to Florida together. Yeah, you, you know, I would like to. Um, I'll make it work at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, I would, I would go on the uh, the Hollywood. Uh, sorry, the Orlando version of it. it looks a lot better. I like this one just because it was like one of my first big nuts coasters. So it'll always. And honestly, it's not really a big nuts coaster. The day before I went, it's to, a big nuts, but they're sh- it's a chode because it's very short. It's big, but it's <laughs> it's not big either. Really, once you, once you launch, it's very it's no more intense than Flight of the Hippogriff. <laughs> it's actually the same ride. <laughs> they recycle track. Indoors, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the Flight of the Hippogriff actually has more of a drop than that one does. Well, but, you, yeah. You know what is fun about the Mummy though is there's a, the ride vehicle is interesting. It's like a big Indiana Jones car, but it's like it's yeah. like five feet fucking deep. Not five feet. It's like five people wide in the rows, but it moves like a coaster car, uh, which is uncommon. Yeah. Usually yeah. a coaster car will be just two people. Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't move very fast. I think, I think its max speed is like 50 miles per hour or something. Really? Yeah, it's not it's like very... slower than the freeway. People <laughs> are like, "Oh shit!" It's not super fast. Yeah, uh, it feels faster because you're in the dark. I mean, Space Mountain is thirty miles per hour. Space Mountain is slow. That's crazy. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is faster than Space Mountain, but Space Mountain feels faster because you're in the dark and they're blowing and like the music, air in your face. And they're blowing air. Yeah, and there's fun wow, music. That's a, that's the magic of Imagineering, folks. Yeah, I can't believe that. I had no idea. No, shame. Yeah, same. The uh, the mummy is. 
the fastest it goes, I think, mm. is 50 miles per hour on the launch, and that's yeah. it. There's actually not a single ride at Cedar Rapids in Ohio, Cedar Point in Ohio, that it goes above 25 miles an hour. It's all just tricks, dude. That's all, not true. <laughs> it's all just... <laughs> <laughs> my wife and the... She had a sister visiting, and the, so the day before I went to Universal, because that was my day off last week, um, they went to Six Flags. And, uh, yeah, they went on, like, fucking... Even my fucking nine-year-old stepson went on X2 and... All of that. Did Goliath. you get your big nuts up? Did you go? No. I, well, first of all, I was working. And second wow. of all, I would never go on any of those because I think they should be banned. Oh, come on. You'll do... I would not You'll do the mummy. You'll do Fly to the Hippogriff, but you won't do X2. <laughs> <laughs> X2 looks like torture to me. That looks absolutely horrific. I've been on it, actually, Oof, and it I was really never. fun and cool. But I would never it, go uh, it was so long ago that I don't even know if I can say that with authority anymore. I yeah. I saw on a YouTube video. I think it was it was either Yesterland or Defunct Land, one of the two, because they're the exact same fucking thing. What uh, about Expedition Theme Park? I don't know that one. <laughs> That's my British guy. He's like, well, here's something shit that happened that not very <laughs> he's, far. He's roasting it, right? <laughs> I love that dude. He's he's funny. I'm being five fries, dude. Five fries. What do they know? <laughs> I, I've started seeing that with uh, Orlando. Um, they've got a, a new Jurassic Park ride. Uh, it's called the Velocicoaster. Oh, I'm excited for that one, dude. Yeah, so are they all. They're all there. Oh, dude. <laughs> Everyday construction <laughs> updates. Uh, and it's a fucking roller coaster, too, so you can see it all. You know, like the, there's nothing really to guess. <laughs> one like, of the construction <laughs> workers on the ride home got mugged by five fries yeah. being like, why did you get more work done today? <laughs> <laughs> You're taking your precious fucking time. I need, I need updates. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see, you know, it was fun. Did you see that an osprey nest was built on top of the Velocicoaster? What? Osprey's no, like that. the bird. Yeah, yeah, but what do you mean it was built like an actual Osprey nest? There's a big perfect loop on the Velocicoaster. Yeah. And at the top of the loop, because the it hadn't been running, I guess. Oh, Osprey's decided to set up shop there? Yes. Oh, I thought you meant they put one there. Well, they I built, think I <laughs> so that's the conspiracy because I think they did. That's because they were mad. all excited about it because they were like, look modern day velociraptors decided to nest oh, on the velocicoaster they were saying it they were excited about it who's they they the were coming out like Park making press officials releases? were interviewing the new with the news interviewing the ospreys they were <laughs> the ospreys they were like what's your so, favorite part of the uh, springfield is this because of your ancestral heritage yeah they yeah decided to and then and shop? they like had someone at the ready with a big like fireman uh ladder to get up there and take the osprey. fireman hose <laughs> Blast them out. They just wreck these Ospreys. It's not safe. <laughs> it's not Get safe. them out of there. Get them out of there. Yeah, don't want well, to encourage that'd them. That'd be awesome. If Let's they, put up spikes on the top of the coast. That would be now. funny if they, dealt, if they dealt with the Ospreys by just running the coast. Just run the coast. <laughs> the inaugural ride. <laughs> like breaking a champagne bottle on the, on yeah. the mast of a boat. No, just a, a puff of feathers and mm-hmm. blood and... Yep. Yeah, man. I bet. You, what do you think? Do you think the Velocicoaster is going to be cool? I saw. It looks like a very standard coaster to me. It no, there's like, animatronics in it and shit. There's, there are like two very mild. Well, I don't think we've seen them running, but it looks like there are two Velociraptors sort of by the entrance. Scary. But they're not in the coast. The coast is all outdoors, as far as I can tell. Well, I don't know. It seemed to me like there's a lot of parts where you go into uh, paddocks and there's, oh, maybe. I think things go wrong because I think what ends up happening is. Oh, I the, love that. I love that idea for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> think, you know, imagine you're going on something and mm-hmm. then, uh-oh, something that's not meant to happen. Quick, spray some water at everyone. I, th- <laughs> I think I think there's some parts where something scary happens. I don't think it, I think You've it's. You've saved the day. I think it's going to all go by too fast. Like, I don't think it's going to be anything on the level of like the actual Jurassic Park ride. But oh, I yeah, think you're going to. great. I think you're going to like oh, go wait. on a. Ca- I think I saw like you go on a cage, and like maybe they run alongside you or something. Oh uh, well, you know if they get yeah. something like that going, that'd be fun. scary. Sure, yeah. I, I, but I remember watching the YouTube previews. Probably Five Fries yeah. or someone doing a construction update. Oh my god! And someone in the YouTube commented. <laughs> someone in the YouTube comments was like, "This looks awesome. I really hope there's no actual uh, Velociraptor animatronics or statues on it, though, or I won't be able to go on it." Oh, you thought it was me. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think no, you the would, joke is I, I think go you're on more it. afraid of the coaster. <laughs> now I'm more afraid yeah. of the coaster. Yeah. The coaster is pretty intense looking. Uh, can I going back to that point about theme park rides? Because you know more about theme park rides than I do. I don't think that's true anymore. You don't think it's true that they're all? Uh, no, oh, you, th- I don't, you don't, I don't think, think, think you know more that than that I, do? I know more than you do. 
especially occurred to me when I went on the Harry Potter ride again. Because, uh, by the way, I finally mm-hmm. went back on that. Cause awesome. It it's broke. an awesome ride. I well, yeah, remember the, the first time, time I went on it, I fucking hated it because it broke mm-hmm. as well. It, like, it just didn't really work. Mm-hmm. So I saw it all, but it was all wrong and we got stuck right. and like. It didn't. I didn't feel like I'd really conquered it. So this mm. time I went on it without a hitch, really. I mean, right. I, I think the video was out of sync. But aside from that, not a hitch. Uh, did not like it. Don't like it. Hate it. What's actually. wrong? It's so good. I hate it. The animatronics are too big, too close. Uh, I don't oh, like it's the just scary. I don't like the uh, movement of the uh, vehicles. What's well, a thrilling? I ride. still have to close my eyes for the screens because they make me feel ill. Oh. It's just like everything about it is not good. Uh, the Dementors are absolute shite. They are. Um, Those aren't good. They're really bad. Dude. I like they're, the Whomping Willow. They almost like hold you upside down for a they second. They do, yeah. The that's when part. we got stuck. Oh, that it, sucks. <laughs> the first time we went on it, fucking I horrible. I got stuck like leaned forward in front of a screen. So like my full fat body weight at the time was just pressed up against the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was doing that, that noise. <laughs> yeah, no, anyway, I thought it was shite. But um, one thing I noticed about it was that it makes zero... What's the story of that fucking ride? What's meant to be happening? Because I still don't get it. Oh, I, I had time I've, this time I've to... I've literally been on the ride twice in my life, so I couldn't tell you, but <sighs> I, if I recall correctly... Okay, so you go through Hogwarts Castle. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to... chatting to you about Quidditch there's a There's a, a, a scene in the queue where they say they're going to sneak out for, for fun. Like, they're going to go do something fun. I think maybe they're going to go play Quidditch. Right? For fun. I mean, it's a but it's a match. Why would you fun? sneak out? It's to not play a match. It? I don't think it's an official match. It's an official match. I think it's like in a the ride. Game. Yeah, is there with like Draco Malfoy's fucking there? Well, they definitely you're definitely sneaking out because you put on yeah. the invisibility cloak and Hi- Hermione uh, Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah, she you does some at the beginning. flu powder. Yes. Yeah, and then so you fly. And then you go and you you on there, and then you get blindsided. Well, by no, something. then all I think a dragon. Yeah, well, no. So you're, you're there, and Harry and Ron are like, "Oh, hi, best friends. Yeah, like, how, best how are you friends. doing? You, yeah, we are, that's me. Like, I am his best friend. Like, oh, hey, you're our best friends. Good to <laughs> yeah, see you. Uh, I like that. <laughs> let's just fly around for a bit. Then suddenly, fucking Hagrid's like on top of the castle, going, yeah. "Hey, you haven't seen a dragon anywhere, have you?" And then, of course, <laughs> the dragon just fucking appears. There it is. Oh, there it is. And uh, then That's you presumably... Yeah, I don't really know what happens then, but then it's it goes into the... It's a Hungarian Horntail, too, the scariest dragon. Sure, but then what happens is you go into a set and uh, the dragon's face is there. Scary. But then you're in That's the forbidden... That's a scary moment. But then you're in the forbidden forest. Yeah, because you got fucking sidelined. You know where the forbidden forest is? It's right outside of Hogwarts. Okay. So right, if you're, so you're okay, so imagine you're flying on a broomstick above Hogwarts. So what? No, 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 no. Blindsided, t-boned by a Hungarian so horntail. It's broad daylight during a Quidditch match, right? It's okay. Or just before the Quidditch match. Okay. A dragon knocks you somewhere. Yeah. Now it's nighttime in a you forest. Sound, you sound foolish right now. <laughs> you sound foolish. Uh, uh, what I've been reading Sorry, the is... Hobbit. I've been reading the Hobbit. Which is and, not the same, but okay. Well, it is the same because the Hobbit, they also go into a forest where it appears to be nighttime all the time because okay. the canopy is so thick overhead. Okay, is that established in Harry Potter? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just if saying, the Hobbit I'm just it, saying yeah. there's precedent. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, so then you're in, uh, you're, in, you're in the Forbidden Forest. There are a bunch of spiders there. Hermione is suddenly there. That's normal. That's what ha- Also in the Hobbit, there's giant spiders. Okay. Hermione is... We're not talking about the Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> We're Look, talking about so the Harry far, Potter ride. So far, this ride, he was very close to the source material. The, oh, Hobbit, the Hobbit by right. J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> uh, so there's a bunch of spiders. Hermione's suddenly there, and she goes, uh-oh, uh, does a spell. Then you're out, and then you're in the Quidditch match all of a sudden. Yeah, you go back, right? And then, yeah, so you're in the Quidditch match. Then the Dementors are there. And then you're in yeah. the fucking Chamber of Secrets from the second movie. Which is in the... Yeah, that makes sense. From the Quidditch match, you go straight well, into the Chamber of Secrets. You don't go and straight there. Yes, I mean, you do. Pretty much. Like, the Dementor turns up, and he's like, oh, I think fuck, the, it's I, a Dementor, the, and then you just... I think the Dementors drag you, and they pull you down to the Chamber of Secrets. First of all, I remember the books fairly well, and the movies fairly well. The Chamber Dementors have nothing to... The... Yeah, but the Dementors have nothing to do with it. They're, they're no, not, I don't even, even know what they are. They're like they're like they're are like, they like the, the guardians. Cops? Yeah, they're like the they're like the the fuzz of fucking <laughs> yeah. uh, and they and they the steal your world. soul, right? Yeah, they suck all the life out of you or whatever. They life yeah. essence from you. Um, all right, but then you're in the chamber of secrets. First of all, why is Voldemort not in this ride? Oh, you can't do that. Why? That's crazy. 
the, the the main antagonist of the story doesn't turn up in the, in the well yeah because it's too, you know why they I'll, tell you why. I'll tell you why <laughs> they didn't Ray Fiends was like I'm not putting on that fucking stupid nose I again. hate it I hate that fucking I stupid that nose fuck I fulfilled my contract this is bollocks don't you dare I like his accent my name is I Ray I think I'm, I'm doing Ray Fiennes <laughs> from uh, I'm doing him from when he, uh, his character in In Bruges <laughs> oh, I don't remember that movie you don't oh uh, well anyway let's yeah, make yeah, a ride of that <laughs> the Embrouge yeah, right yeah, that'd be tower. Great. Yeah, <laughs> good fun. Uh, yeah, so then you're in the Chamber of Secrets, the Dementors are there, then Harry's suddenly there, and he goes, oh, get out of here, uh, fuck off, or whatever. And yeah. Then he you're out. you out. And then you go into the Great Hall, everyone's there going, well done, you've saved the... What did we do? It seems like, if anything, we just <laughs> caused were pretty, trouble. You were pretty <laughs> passive in the whole thing. You really... That is entirely passive. And, like, yeah, suddenly, like, everything in the seven years that they were at that school happens to us within, you know, four or five minutes. But then at the yeah. end, they're like, well done, you did it. It's like, what did we do? We didn't even win the match. Like, if anything, we disrupted the match. I will say that. I will say that um, it's definitely... If you read the comments, everyone's very... They love the ending because they're like, everyone cheering for me. Finally, <laughs> for fucking, for once. <laughs> I'm not joking. Go on any like ride through of it, because because uh, I can't watch the screens. But when I'm on the ride, I have to like look at them again on um, on YouTube. Dude, that's me at the end when ET says goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, Max. Max. You're like, <laughs> oh, oh shit, ET said goodbye. <laughs> he name checked me. He knows me. <laughs> I try to get in free the next time. I'm like, I know ET. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the list. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'll find. Yeah, no, but then I realized, because uh, yeah, that's, you know, it's stupid. Everyone fucking cheering for me because I'm on my own in this ride. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> and everyone's like, well done, mate. If you picture that ride as just you, specifically you, Sean, that's the plot of the ride is you as Sean are going through all these adventures. <laughs> that's a funny movie. Well, I would that's love it. something. <laughs> I'm just like rolling my eyes. And, yeah. I mean, I'd love it if, um, you know, the, the, the me there's meant to be an effect where the Dementor actually sucks your face like they take a photo of you i guess earlier in the ride and then mm. there's an effect where your face is projected onto the fog when it sucks your soul out apparently hasn't worked properly for years oh, so okay. i didn't I see did, my I own didn't know face. about that yeah, yeah it's, it's apparently very good when it works but they've just given up on it but <laughs> yeah I, I can only imagine my face coming out <laughs> this <laughs> a scowl a slight <laughs> scowl like a sneer <laughs> oh man all right hold on i'm gonna piss real quick oh, okay we'll take a little break, a little break. 